1985, People's Express offered an unbelievable airfare, $99 from San Francisco to Brussels. So I purchased a ticket and I embarked on my first European excursion. Upon arriving to Brussels, I urailed to Paris, and seven days later, I carpooled towards the gateway of West Berlin. Checkpoint Charlie. As our car approached Checkpoint Charlie, we were halted by Soviet soldiers, assault weapons, and a Russian tank. Immediately, our passports were confiscated, verified, and hesitantly returned. Moving forward, we proceeded into the American sector of West Berlin. In the following days, I interacted with Argentinians, Canadians, Turkish, Japanese, French, British, West German, East German, and Spaniards. I experienced a cultural melting pot. Six months later, upon my return to San Francisco, I understood why Josephine Baker launched her career in Europe and I began to view U.S. politics in a different light. Therefore, in 1986, I returned to West Berlin. Upon my return, I hit the streets searching for employment. I applied at every bar and cafe catering to English-speaking foreigners. Yet, with no command of the German language, nor a working visa, I had no luck. Therefore, I concocted a plan. I started networking in the Berlin night scene. Each night, around midnight, I could be found at the Schwarze Cafe a place where you could read a book, sip a martini, drink a coffee, or share in conversation. Around 1.30 a.m., I could be found at Berlin's equivalent of New York's Studio 54, The Jungle. It had the strictest entry regulations imaginable. Simply putting it, if the doorman of the day didn't like you, you weren't getting in. Yet once inside, the sounds of Grace Jones, Malcolm McLaren, and the London Underground filled the air. And Sade could be found on the dance floor. Around 3 a.m., I could be found at the Risico a spot visited by the likes of Nick Cave, Jim Jarmusch, Alan Vega, and Vim Vanders, a hardcore punk bar. 
Inside, Blixer Bargeld of the Bad Seeds was the bartender. Broken glass and dilapidated furniture filled the rooms. Cheap drinks and hourly bar crawls. A perfect place to go if you were pissed off. Well, after a week of nightlife, no job was found. So I concocted another plan. I placed an ad offering English lessons in the tip magazine. Three people responded to my ad. Therefore, using the song lyrics from the back of record albums, I taught the students American slang. Yet after a month of teaching, I exhausted my curriculum. However, a student asked, since you can't be my tutor, can we just have sex? I replied, sure. And I still got paid. Weeks later, I was informed about an upcoming Berlin fashion show, The Offline. So, I concocted another plan. The next night, I returned to the jungle and schmoozed with the offline designers. 72 hours later, I slept with two designers. And the following week, I was hired for two shows at the offline. As time moved forward, I grew tired of the daily hustle and bustle, and I prayed for just one financially lucrative and fun day. And then that day appeared. While hanging at Andres Ufa, a Spanish woman with long black hair and red lipstick appeared. She introduced herself as Lola from Barcelona. As we engaged in conversation, Lola invited me to meet her friend at Cafe M. I accepted the invitation. Upon arrival at Cafe M, we ordered a bottle of sec and waited for a friend. Moments later, a motorcycle rolls up to the cafe. Two people dismounted and one of the two sat at our table. At which point, I realized I am sitting with East German singer, songwriter, and actress. Nina Hawken. Fascinated by Nina's eccentric personality, I sat speechless and sipped Zek. Fun indeed. Soon following, a man proceeded to hand out flyers. Unable to read German, I asked Lola, what does the flyer say? Lola responded, Allons-y. An hour later, we arrived at the former 
Hotel Esplanade. Upon entering, we were invited to an open bar and buffet. As we sucked down the free cocktails, Nick Cave and Blixer Barkel arrived on stage. At which point, I realized I am on the film set of the Himmel Uber Berlin, directed by Wim Banders. As the filming concluded, Cut. a smile came to my face. I was paid 250 marks. In the following months, my friendships grew and odd jobs sporadically materialized. From fashion model to house cleaner to coat check attendant to dishwasher. And then came the day that changed the course of my future. While sitting with my friend at Andres Ufa, a crying woman joined our table. It became apparent that the woman had just lost her job. So I asked the woman, where did you work? And the woman stated, Schroeder's Bismarckstrauser, Ochten Swanzig. Immediately, I concocted another plan. I rose from the table and rushed to the U-Bahn. And as the subway headed toward Charlottenburg, I prepared myself for a job interview. Upon arrival to Schroeder's, I had the following conversation with the owner. Me, I want a job. Owner, you don't speak German. Me, Gin tonic is gin tonic. Owner, come in next week. A week later, I returned. Although nervous as hell and sweating like a pig, I successfully completed my shift. In the following weeks, I spent my days doing three things. Number one, learning the drink menu. Number two, learning to count German. Number three, learning to recognize German currency. Eventually, the cocktail position became easier and I was promoted to three shifts per week. And a month later, I became the bartender. I was living high on the hog. Making 1,200 marks per week, I was able to acquire a coal-heated apartment in Kreuzberg, after which I refrained from the nightclub scene, and I began to hang out privately with local Berliners. Over the next three years, I assimilated to the Berliner way of life. I learned to seamlessly convert dollars to marks, pounds to grams, and miles to kilometers. I learned to go shopping, read a menu, and ask for directions in German.
I learned that by listening to the stories of others, one may see a horse of a different color. I learned to stop talking shit. I learned that by submerging oneself into an unfamiliar community, one will undoubtedly learn something new, either about oneself or others. But most importantly, I learned that was the best $99 I've ever spent. <laughs>